power. No. Oh <laughs> no! Through straight through the power during board. the national. At championship. what point of the game did this happen? Right after the national anthem. So we are about to. Oh, we're wow. about to go. And, and you had a, how many people over? We had like ten people over, oh. and I'm trying to like be chill, be chill, be chill. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and so someone sets up their cell phone, and <laughs> so, so you got ten people watching the national championship on an iPhone. Yeah. You're listening to Inside Scoop'em, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of a growing tech company. Today, we're sitting down with product strategist and fellow Scoop'emite, Beth Bieber, also known as the Biebs. Beth is one of my favorite people in the office who can put a smile on anyone's face. In this episode, we cover the essentials, football, life with a famous last name, and her journey to Scoop'em, as well as a few other fun facts that you're not going to want to miss. So with that, let's get to know Beth Bieber. Hey everybody, we are sitting down with the Biebs. That's right, Beth Bieber. That's me. That's right, crushing the alliteration, which is awesome. My maiden name is also Briley. So, oh really? Oh, so yeah. you went from alliteration to to alliteration. B cubed. That's awesome. So Did, was that a part of the process when the dating? Were you like, you know what? I want to. So keep I vet my. It's <laughs> like actually doesn't start with a B. We'll see you later. It's been fun. No, it just happened to work out that way. That's awesome. So what I think everyone's thinking and what I'm always thinking is, <laughs> what's it like to be a Bieber these days? Um, not going to lie. Lately, things are a little rough. Justin's yeah? had a rough patch, so I feel like the, the love isn't there as much. Really? Um, but but I, like back in the day. Oh. Yeah. Well, I've only technically been a Bieber for three years because I got this through marriage. Okay. Um, but it's been a I great three years. I got this through marriage <laughs> like it was some sort of disease. <laughs> <laughs> My so my sister is four years younger than me, and she was and when Justin was huge, she was a huge Justin Bieber fan. At my wedding, we actually had a life size Justin Bieber cutout. Yes, that's awesome. He was there, and my sister <laughs> gave her maid of honor speech um, entirely in Justin Bieber lyrics. Oh no way! Yeah, she had told me she was super nervous about doing it, and she was like. I just, I'm going to get way too emotional. And I was like, Emily, it doesn't have to be anything serious. Completely joking. I was like, I mean, just use Justin Bieber lyrics if you need to. So lo and behold, Daniel and I are standing up there and my sister walks out and um, my dad comes out carrying life-size Justin cut out. And I was like, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Father of the bride with a giant Justin Bieber cut out. Yes. Which um, now, which which Bieber phase are we talking about at this point? Was this was this young Bieber like with Ludacris in the bowling alley, oh, yeah. or are we talking like older Bieber like could double for an and one basketball player? Like which one are we talking it about? It is OG Justin. Gotcha. So yeah. the the original swoopy hair, that guy. Gotcha. When okay. he was still precious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that was not the only exciting part of that wedding. My dad and I did a choreographed first dance. Yeah, that's awesome. To Hamilton. Oh, oh, <clears throat> that's that's super. Cool. I have not seen that one yet. We tried to get it to go viral, and I'm not sure what happened. Um, people yeah. just people just well, weren't letting you go it was, viral. It was after the um, the forever uh, video the down the aisle. I think the YouTube video went viral. Remember that one? Oh yeah, yeah, that one. And that was like then people started doing a little bit more, mm-hmm. and that kind of sparked it. The Office ended up doing it in their final yeah. episode, I think. Like, what made you think Hamilton is the song? Backstory. Um, so my mom, my dad, and I we went up to New York City. Uh, we were going for the U.S. Open. I'm a big tennis player, so love to watch tennis. 
And when we were there, we wanted to see a show. And my mom had seen this tiny blurb about this show called Hamilton. And this she, random show called yeah, Hamilton. Yeah, it was yeah. before it blew up. And she was like, hey, this is getting really great reviews. Tickets aren't that expensive. Do you guys want to go? Says no one in right? the last 10 years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so we were like, what's it about? And, you know, rap hip hop about Alexander Hamilton. And we were like, sure. Um, so then we went to go see the show and this is like my claim to fame i saw it with the entire original cast nice. and so after that it was just like i mean mine's blown this is amazing we all became obsessed with it um and so that's why my dad and i decided for my wedding that we were gonna gonna do a choreographed dance to some hamilton that's cool nice that's yeah. very cool now was that was lynn in that one is because he wasn't actually on the original cast right oh no he was he was okay Tell us, for the folks who don't know, who don't know you or don't know what you do, what do you do here at Skookum? I am a product strategist here at Skookum. Uh, so I work with our clients to help make their customer experience better in the digital space. Nice. And one of the experiences you had with uh, with your client today, actually, I think was quite interesting. Actually. Yes. This yeah. is a new one. Yeah. For the folks listening, we are here in Charlotte, and today was a big storm day to the point where the we had a tornado. A tornado came. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I had right a client here, and we had to um, actually go and hang out in the stairwells for a little yeah, while. Seriously, hit in the stairwell with the client. With the client, with client for, for that's good. It's just time. team building. That's yeah, all that is. Yeah, you, you're going to. There's no way you do that and don't come out closer. You know, I agree. I think now, like it's you know, our project going forward is going to be even better. Oh, for sure. The, the you guys have a tornado. shared experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. What was your background to get here? What was your path to Skookum? So in college, I actually studied PR. Um, thought I was going to go become this cool, big PR agency person. But then I realized that's a lot. Um, and so after college, ended up doing a marketing job for a hot minute. Um keywords there being hot minute. Uh, and then I found myself at a software company as like an account coordinator. Um, and then just really ended up staying in the software space, went from account coordinator uh, to account manager, then swung back around, um, ended up moving to Charlotte because my husband got a job here in Charlotte and found a job as a project manager. Um, and then through that became more of a product specialist because I focused specifically on one client um, and through doing that, I was able to do a lot of strategy and discover that that's what I really liked was the strategy part of it. I still love project management, um, but really being able to help clients think through things and you know make things better for their customers. Uh, so it just led me to start looking around to find out like what kind of opportunities there were. I didn't even realize there really were jobs like this. Um, and so actually, it was my husband who recommended that I check out uh, Skookum. And so... Rest is history. Here you are. Here, you here are. I am. We can thank the Beebs. Yeah. The other <laughs> the other Beebs yeah. for you being here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Now I, I know there's one area already and the and the question we ask is uh where what do you what do you nerd out on? Where are you a nerd in your life? And I know one of those answers is Skookum Swag. Is because <laughs> you're you're always repping our Skookum Swag, which we really appreciate, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, this is the first place I've worked where there's like been so much swag available, so I'm capitalizing on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and well, we I like are to fully think that, that. Yeah, and I like to think that our stuff is stuff that you would actually wear. Uh, you and Joe Ryan probably compete with like who wears the most swag. So, yeah, you're in good company. It's good competition yeah, right there. Absolutely. So, what would you say? What are other areas that you think uh, 
you're just a total nerd. Tennis. Mm -hmm. Um, I love tennis. I played growing up. I still play. Um, So this past tournament was uh, the Australian Open has been the past two weeks. It just wrapped up. Unfortunately, with the time difference makes it a little difficult to watch. Um, But I love talking tennis. I love watching tennis. I love playing tennis. So how far did your tennis career go? Did you play, I assume, high school? Did you play in college at all? I didn't play in college. I played all four years varsity in high school. Um, and then I hit on and off in college just with friends, and then I really got out of it. And then about two years ago, um, I I really like working out, and I, like, I'll run and stuff, but I wanted to do something that was outside and something um, just that was a little bit different. And I was like, well, you know how to play tennis. So went to a couple clinics to get back in the groove, but then actually started playing um, on like a team and everything. So got more into like the competitive side of it again. And really, I'm a pr- pretty competitive person. So yeah. <laughs> now, do you, really like when it. you're playing, like, do you get, are you somebody who gets angry when you're not winning or like when you say you're pretty competitive, what does that, how does that play out on the, on the court for you? Who, uh, like so- I, I'm trying, I'm trying to envision you just screaming at your at your opponent because you're not winning something does that happen uh well no because in high school uh, my mom made it very my mom came to all my matches shout out to Wendy um she came to every single there was one she had to miss and it was I mean this is like my senior year of high school and I was like it's cool but she felt so bad about it but she told me she's like when you're playing you're gonna play respectfully and so I'll never forget one time I was so mad and I took my racket and I like smacked it on the court and she looked at me and I like we made eye contact. And I mean, I knew like you do one more thing like she was going to walk out there and pull me off the court. And I didn't doubt that. So yeah. I always yeah. try and like Wendy keep wasn't it. messing around. Wendy was not messing around <laughs> when it came to my my tennis. Classic Wendy. Classic. Um, but no, I mean, I get more frustrated with myself. Um I will admit, sometimes I tend to yell not the best language, not at an opponent. It's more to myself if I miss a shot or if I like hit it. I know it's like they're about to slam it right back at me. Um, but I don't, I don't do anything too crazy just because I still have the fear of Wendy in me. <laughs> so, <laughs> where does this uh, kind of like passionate, competitive spirit? Where else does that? Do you see that like kind of come out in life? Uh, I mean, I think definitely in the sense of it how I work I want to do the best that I can like I hate disappointment and so same thing when I play tennis I don't like to disappoint my coach I don't like to disappoint my teammates I want to know that I like gave it everything I had um so I think it's definitely played out in uh how I work but then also I mean ping pong I get really competitive I mean it's just card game like it's oh just like any board game card game if it's something if it's a competition yeah yeah then you're gonna yeah I'm, a little, I'm right there with you. Into it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right there with. It's like I'm not going to play. Like if we're playing a competition, I'm, I I want to win. I'm competitive about it, but if I if I lose or I I think I'm going to lose, then I just act like I don't care. But like I really actually care. <laughs> <laughs> I just pretend. I give the vibe like oh, I don't care. This is a waste of my time. I don't want to be here. Hey, anyway. that's a tactic. That is a tactic. <laughs> so I think you're also pretty passionate and competitive about. Uh, college football is that is that is that true as well oh yes because the first time i saw you outside of skookum was it a oh bar my gosh, brad i totally forgot a, this yeah and you yeah, and you are one of the one of the few people in the office that's not a clemson fan yes which I, you know. yeah no i am a lsu tiger fan so uh i've had a i've had a good year so far yeah yeah it, <laughs> i'd say not only that it's been like the best year like one of the best years it in really college has. football history. It's it crazy. Really has. 
Did you go to the game? Oh, I wish. Um, no, but I did have people over to watch the game. Um, I made gumbo. So backstory, the reason everyone's, I know everyone's thinking this because I get asked this all the time. Why are you an LSU fan? Um, so my dad was born and raised in Louisiana. Um, and so he, while he didn't go to LSU, um, my grandfather, he actually did go to LSU. And when he went there, his dorm room was in the stadium. Oh, what? nice. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Nice. And we actually, um, when my grandfather passed away, we actually have his um, his season tickets from like the 1950, 51 season. And it's like a booklet, his pictures on the front. Super cool. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. They've been crushing it. Coach O, can't he's, understand he's, the man, but oh, I love him. <laughs> he's the best. He like I root for him just because I want to hear him on every. It interview. sounds like he's gargling gravel every time he opens his mouth, and it's amazing. Yeah, and that's okay. The, yeah. his players love him. Like they oh, just yeah. absolutely love him. How could you not love him? Uh, yeah, but so watching the championship game, I have some friends over. Um, one of my friends, they went to Clemson. It was fine. So we're watching the game. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> they it, were in a separate it was, room. This was, they were key. Um, so we're watching the game. And all of a sudden, um, the TV cuts out. And I was like, oh, Daniel, did you accidentally turn it off? My husband. And he was like, oh, no. Like, let's go look at it. And so all of a sudden, the TV flashes another error. And it is no internet connection. And so we're like, well, that's strange. Uh, so then we go. And sometimes our cat, he like will hit the button on the router. And so we went over to look at it. And Daniel's like hitting the button nothing's happening and we're like this is really bizarre then we start looking at it of all nights my cat has bitten through the power cord no oh no through straight through Wait, the, power what, cord. the at, national at what point of the game did this happen right after the national anthem so we are about to oh, we're wow. about to go and you had a, how many people over we had like 10 people over oh, and i'm trying to like be chill be chill be chill i'm not chill um <laughs> So we're sitting there, and so someone sets up their cell phone underneath. Um, they're, like, just streaming it, using data. I was fine with it. And so, <laughs> so you got 10 people watching Huddled it. around an iPhone. On an iPhone. Yeah. It was the biggest size iPhone, I will say that. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it so was an 11 Pro. We're freaking out. We can't find another power cord. People are like, we can go somewhere else. I'm like, no, this is throwing off my vibe. So our friend, Ben, he was the one, one of the ones who went to Clemson. Super handy, just, like, he can do everything. And he's like, oh, did, you just, did it just bite through the wire? I can fix that. Do you have a knife? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we get, someone pulls out a pocket knife. Ben is able to strip down the power cord, re-finagle them, wrap it up in electrical tape, plug it in, boom, we're back in action. Wow. Nice. Yeah. He probably wished he hadn't done that by the end of the interview. <laughs> yeah. By, by the end of the he was like, this was a sign that I should have just left. Right? Yeah, yeah no, but, uh, but Ben, ben saved the day. Wow. Nice. Way to go, Ben. And uh, do you still have the cat? Or <laughs> the kid? Ben yes. kind of saved the cat's life, maybe. <laughs> <He did. laughs> yeah. I still have the cat. I, yeah. yeah. So Bowie is is in the clear. He, yeah. Uh, He's not. Yeah. He knew he. Well, we think he got shocked because uh, he like he was super skittish and jumpy and we couldn't figure out why. But I think biting through a, a power cord will do it to you. Might, it might yeah. have done mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Now, so you said you said that your dad is from Louisiana. Where did you grow up? Oh, this is a fun question. All right, buckle up. So I was born in Indiana, and then we moved to North Carolina, then we moved to Georgia, then we moved to Texas, then we moved back to North Carolina. Oh, wow. So Military? No. No. Indiana, my dad was getting his PhD at Purdue, um, and then 
North Carolina the first time, uh, his postdoc at Chapel Hill. Then Georgia, he got a teaching job. Uh, and then my dad moved into the pharmaceutical industry. And so that's what moved us. He had an opportunity. We moved out to Texas. Um, and also we had family out there. And then we he got a my parents always loved North Carolina, and so when the opportunity came, we ended up moving back to North Carolina when I was in middle school. So you, you bounced around a lot, and then when did you say you ended up in North Carolina? Like, when? how old were you? Uh, so that was eighth grade. So what is, what is eighth grade? Like 12, 13? So that's when I came back to North Carolina, middle of eighth grade. I moved, I mean, I love my parents, but I had to move in the middle of fifth grade and the middle of eighth grade. Uh, yeah. yeah those, are, those are tough times. It, it was. It definitely was. Made me stronger, though, as my yeah. mom likes to remind me. Yeah, it forces you to make, <laughs> make new friends, I'm sure. Yeah, just like, it, it's yeah, that, and also that. just, you know, not being afraid, I mean, to, you know, also give me the perspective to not be afraid to go up to people, but also when you see someone who looks like they're a little out of place or, you know, don't know someone, to go up to them to make them feel like they're okay because it's one of the worst feelings in the world, and yeah. I, you yeah. know. Don't watch that upon anyone. Yeah, I moved, uh, and not that far. I mean, just like 10 minutes down the road to a new high school. And I remember like the first day walking into the lunchroom and you don't know anyone. It's like oh, it's the, wor- it's the worst feeling ever. It You're is like, terrifying. Ah, yeah. And where the, do I sit? The fifth grade move, this is kind of, well, it's a little sad, but I, it was a small town, had trouble making friends, and I tried to do the thing where you eat your lunch in the bathroom because I was like, I hate sitting at a table by myself. This is super awkward. Yeah. Teacher came in there and like made me go back out there. And I was like, can I just, just help a sister just out? Like just, right just now. let me like eat my, my lunch in here, please. But no worries. I, I ended up getting friends. So yeah. it's okay. <laughs> it wasn't a permanent situation. Not a permanent yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sometimes you just need a day. You just need a day to get your bearings and do your thing. So, okay. So we've gone through the nerdy stuff, but what are some fun facts that, what are some surprises that people may not know about you? Let's see. I have been snorkeling with sharks in Belize. Yeah? Yeah. Wait, so snorkeling, mm-hmm. was there, there wasn't a cage around. There wasn't a cage involved then with the sharks. No. Really? They were not like the super, super terrifying. Like yeah, yeah, they were nurse sharks. Um, but they did say, like, don't stick your arm in its mouth because it could suck the skin off it, so that oh. sounded a little terrifying because it's sounds still worse than getting bit you. by a shark is a shark sucking the skin off yeah of yeah yeah um, i would pick like the shark you can have my leg yeah would yeah. you rather have the shark bite your arm off or just suck the skin off oh of yeah it? definitely just take the arm at that point. at that point you're so committed just do it yeah yeah i mean that was a really cool experience and so that was with my sister in belize and on that same trip um i've also we got to um climb Mayan ruins and we also got to go cave tubing um cave tubing yeah, yeah let me tell you about that one yeah. um so you go into essentially like the jungle area um and you get in an inner tube and so it's like a beautiful river and so you have a guide and they you're going through the caves and <laughs> they tell you when you get in there that these were the caves where they used to make their sacrifices oh, <laughs> oh yeah yeah and you're like cool um, so at one point, you know, we all have like lights on our fifth wear helmets and stuff too. And we get to the part where um, it's the middle of the cave. So you can't see entrance nor exit. And so they, it's like turn your so lights off. It's not, the entrance is not the exit. There's two separate. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you turn your light off and it was probably, I mean, like the blackest black. Um, 
and I immediately had to lift my feet up out of the water. I don't know. It just, I thought something was going to grab it, the ancient spirit. I don't know. Um, so that was a, I was really so, glad when we got to turn the lights back on. So the, uh, I think it was actually you at some point had just brought it up in passing as though this was just a normal thing. I think at one point you had told me you've actually been hit by a car. Yes, I have. It was nothing too serious, um, but I did kind of roll up on the hood. That it's typically <laughs> that sounds a little bit more serious yeah. than when you roll point. up onto the hood. That typically means there was some some momentum happening. Yeah, yeah, there was some. I mean, I did have a bruise the next day, um, but it was one of those things. I was walking with some friends, and we were trying to decide where to go next. And I turned to look. It's also one like I wouldn't say it was my fault or the driver's fault. It was like one of those weird. I turned to look back to ask, like, "Oh, where are we going?" And the guy who was pulling out, um, he didn't look to his right. He or he had already looked to his right, thought he was clear, and just maybe didn't notice us. And then looked uh, left to try and make a left. And so I just walked out right when he started to go to make that left. Luckily, he was easing out um, because it was kind of tough to see. But I didn't notice it. So I just all of a sudden I'm like sideways. And I have to say that has to be one of the weirdest sensations where you go from vertical to horizontal without meaning to. Um, And my friend, you know, was like, you know, they're yelling and like freaking out. And I'm just still trying to process like, why am I not standing anymore? Um, But they came and my friend literally like picked me up off the car. And I like make eye contact with the driver. And I mean, the look on this kid's face um I was about 20 years old and uh I like kind of did the thing where you like you know pat yourself I'm like everything's still here I don't feel any pain and I like, gave him a thumbs up and then that was it <laughs> and you just kept on good rolling. job yeah, bud. I was like we're good we are good and you, I'm He's sure okay. he, was, he was thrilled that nothing more serious had yeah, happened yeah. wow yeah did he get out of the car did he no, I kind of just like waved him for. I mean, <laughs> just, like, waved him on. just yeah. stay in there. We're good. We're Keep good. going. Like what? Like what more could we do there? I mean, it was just kind of like I'm good. You're. I know you like did not intentionally try and hit me. So, yeah. but that was a that was an interesting one. Yeah, I feel like I would panic a little bit if I'm behind the wheel at that point. Even if you're totally fine, you have to just be scared to death at that point that you just murdered somebody. Yeah, I mean, the look on oh, his yeah. face was just. I mean, like deer in the headlights. I think he's processing, I'm processing, but I was just like, eh, we can, we can move on. Biebs, we'd like to thank you for coming in, spending some time with us. Of course. Until next time, everybody, stay nerdy. Toodles, poodles. Do you need more skookum in your life? Follow us on social, or if you're in the Charlotte or Denver areas, come visit us in person at one of our local tech talks, hosted in the Skookum offices. Until next time, stay nerdy.